2: Tory Lanez got locked up, but he's out. T.I. went to a comedy show and started yelling at the comedian from the audience. Gerard Carmichael did Saturday Night Live and came out as gay. Silk Sonic won big at the Grammys. And Riri got a billy, and she's on the Forbes list. Let's talk about that and more. The world is filled with, it's time for Come On, Son, the podcast. Come on, son, 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 son. son, son. What up, y'all? This is Head Lover. It is Come On, Son, the podcast overseen by the one and only Combat Jack, one of the few money-making podcasters out here in the podcast sphere. I just had to let y'all know that because consistency will Get you some bread in this podcast game. All right, let's get to it. First and foremost, Tory Lanez, right? Y'all know Tory Lanes. Tory Lanes allegedly, I'm saying allegedly because I don't want to get sued, allegedly shot Megan and Stallion in the foot. She was dealing with him. She brought her girlfriend around him. Her girlfriend decides that she want to give up the box to him. So now he's doing both of them. She finds out they're on their way back from Kylie Jenner's house. She finds out they get into some sort of confrontation. He tells her, Dan's bitch, she likes getting, let me get out the car, I'm walking. He like, allegedly, Dan's bitch, pull out a gunshot, hit her in the foot. Didn't hit her wholeheartedly in the foot, but grazed her. But he still got to go to L.A. He's a Canadian kid, right? He still got to go to L.A. to face charges for that. So, it locked his ass up because, according to... Uh, His restraining order, he's not supposed to have any contact with Megan or even say her name on social media or nothing. But he posted something and he went directly at her talking about Megan directly at her. And they was going back and forth. So they locked his ass up. But Tory Lanez got out and just to floss a little bit. When he got out, he jumped into a Lambo and he took off like, please, y'all think that's hurting me? Please. I got this Lambo right here. Please. I'm Canadian, I'm from the six. please, Drake is everybody's god up in the six. please, I got it like that, Lamborghini style, please, but, we don't know whether or not that was Tory Lanez Lamborghini, don't automatically think just cause you see somebody with something that it belongs to them, there's a long, long, long list of rappers from New York that back in the days used to rent their Jews from Jacob, fool, you're like, dude, I don't like your fucking attitude, <laughs> fucking with the clan from start now nah, but we ain't mad at you that's a uh mr method man lyrics right there so don't 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 be fooled y'all it's easy to rent a lamborghini it's easy to rent a ferrari it's easy to rent a maybach it's easy to rent those things for a couple thousand dollars a day and floss all over everywhere including the gram and especially when you know you get ready to get out of the ju- out of jail right or get out the joint, right If you, Tory Lanez, it's easy to spend a little bit of money. Say, put this right here. So, you know, I know I'm going to be on the news or TMZ, whatever. I want to look good. I don't want to, you know, my man picking me up in a Honda Accord. Nothing wrong with that if y'all got one. But I'm going to floss out a little bit, right? Because as everybody knows, Tory Lanez might have a little bit of bread. He ain't got that long bread. Let me tell y'all who got that long, 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 long money. It's shining bright like a diamond. Super producer Krista hit me with a little bit of "Shine Bright Like a Diamond" from Riri. yes sir you guessed it right with her collections of uh perfumes and cosmetics and her fenty line of lingerie and clothing and all the stuff that's encompassed with that rihanna is now on the forbes list worth about 1.8 or 1.9 billion yeah not millions bill youngs billies big money billionaire rihanna right first one from her country to Do so, she probably can buy the damn country. I know for one thing, when she has that baby, that baby gonna be drinking almond milk from the Fenty Almond uh, from the Fenty Almond Fields, you know what I'm saying? From you know, like when you go pick your own oranges and orange grove and all that, yeah, she's gonna have that Fenty Almond Grove, and they're gonna be like, Go get some almonds and crush them up and make almond milk for my baby because you know, Riri ain't gonna be doing no breastfeeding or nothing like that. She's doing it big time, B. She's a billionaire. A billionaire. She up there with Kylie Jenner and all of them. They got big money. They got no small money. Speaking of them Jenner slash Kardashians, her oldest sister, Courtney, the one everybody says is pretty damn cool, married her boyfriend, Travis Barker. Now, Travis used to play drums for Blink-182. Y'all remember Blink-182. They were pretty dope, right? And him and Courtney have been friends for a long, 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 time so when he broke up with his last woman and she ain't had no man in her life they was friends so they said let's get together and develop this friendship and see where it go so it went to romance and then now it went to marriage so Elvis married them right after the Grammys in Las Vegas the Grammys in Las Vegas this year I didn't know that until I started seeing a lot of people posting about the Grammys being in Las Vegas so congratulations out there to Courtney and Travis, we all taking bets on how long this one's going to last. But Crystal, find me something dope by Blink-182 and give me a little taste right now.
1: I took her out. It was a Friday night. I walk alone to get the feeling right. We started making out and she took off my pants. But then I turned on the TV. And that's about the time she walked away from me. Nobody likes you when you're 23. Then I said more
2: yeah, I want to say congratulations, because really, honestly, y'all, we all know, them, 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 dum Kardashians, they ain't good at marriage. They not good at marriage. So, I would advise Mr. Pete Davidson, have fun, but get your parachute ready, man. So, when Kim kick you out the plane you're gonna land safe, make sure you got a parachute. and don't marry her. don't you do that You're younger than her you you on your way to something special in your career. I mean you right there bro uh, there's a spot open it's definitely a spot open. Will Smith's spot is open, and you getting all the press man now go out there and do something dope, something hilariously funny, and they go to drama and 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 get yourself a little Oscar or something because it's going to be a long time. According to sources, Willie Smith is in big trouble. they hitting him in his pockets. Stuff that he had on deck is being pulled back. A movie that he was doing with Netflix. Eh, ha, nah, not right now. We don't know if anybody wants to see Willie Smith. He got a bad, bad stain on him right now. And Bad Boys 4, they were supposed to be going into the pre-production for that. And everybody was like, nah. Uh-uh. No. We don't want to do it with him. Not right now. Nah. Uh-uh. No, sit down, Willie. That's how they feeling about him right now, man. That's disdain, stain. It's staining him. Staining him. Sunday made a whole week and we still talking about it, I still have people calling me asking me my take on it. I still have people that don't agree with my take on it. I mean, the other day I was on, on, on Instagram. And Charlie Mack, who's been friends with Will for a long time, got pictures with just about everybody, was at the Oscars, posted something that just said, I stand with Will. And man, I looked at the I looked at the comments. I didn't comment. But I looked at the comments. I was like, Wow, really? Really? All y'all making excuses for what this man did. Oh, you don't know his mental state. Oh, black men should protect black women. Oh, 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 oh. Well, my man Earthquake was on uh, uh, The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne, the God, and Envy, and Angela Yee. And he said something about it. And Super Producer Crystal, you should be able to find that. Play that for me right now.
3: Personally speaking, I feel sorry for uh, Will because, you know, He's being beaten, abused by Jada. <laughs> <It just is. laughs> That's what happens when a man is in love with a woman that doesn't love him, and he's doing everything to try to make sure that try to win her love. And I've been there before. You have to make a decision: either accept it for the love she's getting, in, and just accept that, and or just leave it alone. But you will never ever win her over, cause you can't make a heart feel what it don't, and she don't. And her actions that night showed it, and um, I feel for him, and I guess he feel now, huh? What you mean the actions that night? I mean, even if he felt that she, that he disrespected her, she knows her man, and she saw he was about to go up here. A woman that loves you will stop you, and then you know we do radio, we know the the rules of FCC. You was at the. Oscars, and he, Will doesn't even cuss, and he's out here using profanity on a live broadcast. He know Hollywood. He knows the rules. She didn't try to stop him on there on two occasions. And then lastly, man, um, she has yet to release the statement to say, hey, man, my man is a good man. He lost his cool. It's not indicative of who he is. He got over three decades of good work towards the people. He never had that. He lost his cool enough. and nothing. No. She left a statement. I'm in to, on the a can quota but it's a time of healing I'm here. Yeah, healing what season. the hell? Healing season?
2: Did y'all hear what he said? I tend to have a bit of agreement about that because she didn't jump out the window to protect Will. All she said is this is healing season and I'm here for it. She didn't say my husband's a great guy. Y'all know who Will is. Will just lost his way for a minute. My family and my husband apologize. I apologize for my part in it. blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, because I heard Dr. Boyce Watkins say if a woman really loves you, she ain't going to send you out to do nothing that could possibly harm yourself, get you locked up, or hurt your career your job. It just won't do it. And she gave him the look. Now, I don't know if y'all heard this, but I knew Chris Rock, Brother Tony, was about that about that life. In other words, about giving you them hands. All right? I know for a fact that one other comedian was in LA in front of the comedy store talking shit about Chris and a comedian from New York that I know. And Tony laid hands on him. Tony's a Brooklyn dude. Tony went and did a show. He's on tour with some more and a bunch of other fantastic comedians. And he spoke on how he feel about Will Smith and his brother. And he spoke on how he feel about it if anybody else decides they want to jump up on stage. Check this out.
3: Oh, we're going to pop for the rest of the year. Let's set some ground rules right now, y'all. Let's set some ground rules. If I say anything tonight, anybody got a fucking problem with? You got one motherfucking option what you could do about it. Absolutely nothing. Because if you think you're to walk up on this stage... This ain't the motherfucking Oscars.
0: And if you walk your ass up here, you ain't nominated for
2: shit with these motherfucking hands.
3: Oh, we on park the rest of the year, nigga. Every time you see me do a show, park.
0: I ain't wanna start the show like that. You want to hit my motherfucking brother? Cause your bitch gave you a side eye?
2: <laughs> oh, it's a lot of
3: rock brothers. Y'all don't even know it's a lot of rock brothers. It's ten of us, motherfucker. You about to see all the rock brothers. You gonna be like, I ain't even know that nigga was a rock brother. That nigga a rock brother? That's a rock brother? I ain't gonna start the show like that, but I just wanna let y'all know, that shit ain't gonna ride. That shit ain't gonna ride, nigga. I don't got a lot of shit to lose, nigga. (laughs) Some more gonna have me on the tour regardless. Y'all might never see me on TV again, but.
2: Yes, sir. When I first heard the news, I was like, oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, I was like, wait till Tony Rock say something. Because I know Tone, and Tone is not with the shit. See, Chris is more quiet than Tony is. Chris is laid back. Chris is cerebral. Chris will figure out a way to make it happen, to, to make everybody happy. Tony is like, we rocks. We from Brooklyn. Son, it's on site when I see you. Pretty much. Until you make shit right with my brother, and pretty much he's... You know, I'm alluding to it that it's got to be monetary. You know, you're just going to get these hands, if I, if I see you. you get, you're catching these hands. But I knew that was going on. Because comedians nowadays, man, we, we go out there, we perform on stage. We don't want to have to deal with that. We don't want to have to deal with people thinking it's it's okay to come on stage and, 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 you know, get with us. Because the hands will be ready. Believe that. We play small clubs, man. And speaking of comedians, my man T.I. has been on the comedy trail He's in New York. He did an April Fool's comedy show in New York at the theater at Madison Square Garden. He said that was his first pain gig uh, as a comedian. Uh, People tell me he was funny, so it's all good. And then he got into it at a local comedy spot down here in Georgia with a local comedian that, that, you know, to try to get at, homie, about, you know, the sexual allegation charges, even though the police departments have said there's no found evidence of anything foul, there will be no charges pressed against T.I. or his wife Tiny. And they they went back and forth on, on, on the ground. Find that, Super Producer Krista, and, and, and play that joint.
3: You know, shut the fuck up for a hey, listen. Go, go, go. As many times as you joke on that shit, nigga, I'm gonna check your motherfucking ass as long as it takes. Nigga, when you stop talking about it, when you stop playing with me and mine. I'm gonna stop saying something. Nigga, ain't no motherfucking case. Ain't never been no motherfucking case. Cause I ain't did nothing wrong and my wife ain't did nothing wrong. And if you keep on playing with me, nigga, I'm gonna motherfucking continue to confront you publicly,
1: verbally. (laughs)
0: First of all, I didn't day. We've never had we never had a forum on crime. T.I. is innocent. I truly believe it. Get it up for him. There is no charge. I don't want to hear none of that shit. Don't play with me right now. I haven't put his money. Hey hey, 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 hey. Don't hey. hey.
3: play with me
0: right now. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. The one thing I am is in the I'm not playing with you. See, now you're getting to understand this is not a rap battle. This is not a This is a motherfucking comedy show. And
2: be clear. If I wanna make jokes about something, I'll make jokes about something. Absolutely.
0: And no, you're not gonna tell me to shut the
2: fuck up and my shit. This is my shit. Be very clear. This is my nobody. No. See? The comedy world is going crazy right now, man. Yeah, everybody going crazy. Yo, did y'all see the shit that uh well Monique was in New York City, so I'm on 947 the block. In New York. And Monique gave me a call. And we talked about a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, the comedy show in Staten Island, man. With, with Rayquan, brother. Big shout out to Rayquan. His brother is a promoter. And all that. Doing stuff, right? So, Monique performing. the Lee Daniels show up. Now, if y'all know your history. You know Lee Daniels. He's the one that directed Precious. Right? When Monique got when everybody knew Monique was getting nominated for an Oscar for her performance and Precious, everybody wanted her to do all of these press runs, right? But they didn't want to take care of her the way she felt she needed to be taken care of on the press runs. So she's like, I ain't doing it. And I think, I think Tyler Perry, if I'm not mistaken, was an executive producer on that film. And so was Oprah Winfrey's. In other words, they put the money up to get the film made. So well, it was it's time to go to cons and all that other stuff. Monique was like, listen, I got these people. I got to take my my husband slash manager, makeup artist, hair person, all of that. And it was like, nah, we're not, you know, we, we, we ain't trying to take care of all of that shit. And then Monique was like, well, then I ain't going. And then Oprah called her, personally told her you could take my jet and you go. And Mo was like, nah, if I'm not taking my people, I'm not doing it. So she didn't go and... Consequently, Monique said she was blackballed out of industry. She got on stage several times and gave a middle finger to Oprah, gave a middle finger to uh, Lee Daniels, gave a middle finger to Tyler Perry. So now, I don't know if y'all know this or not. 50 Cent said he spoke to them. Everything is fine. He wants to work with Monique. Monique shouldn't be blackballed and he's bring in Monique into the fold of one of these uh masterpieces, I like to say, that he's doing on television. He's working with Mo. And uh, when I interviewed Mo, Mo said, yeah, you know, Curtis Jackson is a very nice man. So Lee Daniels shows up, apologizes to Monique, tells her he loves her and all that old mushy stuff. 13 years after the fact, and then says he wants to work with Monique again. After 50 Cent came out, it was like, yo, I'm working with Monique, and there it is, right? Now, here's my question to y'all. Y'all, you know, feel free to contact me. Y'all know how to follow me. Uh, You know, get at me on the Gram all my people that listen to me, slide in my DMs and tell me your thoughts. Would you accept an apology? Because Monique did accept the apology. Would you accept the apology 13 years after the fact, knowing all the suffering that you did with trying to get back on television, trying to get back on films, with comedy being your only source of income that people can't take away from you? Would you accept an apology 13 years after the fact? 13 years. I can honestly tell you that I don't know what I would have done. Because there's a big part of me that would have been like, fuck you and fuck your apology. And there's a part of me that's been like, yo, let's get back on the horse and ride again. Let's do some other groundbreaking, incredible work. Because I don't know if y'all saw Precious or not. Monique was incredible as Precious's mother. right? That's a long time ago. Because look at how young uh, Gabrielle Sidibe was when they did that and then how much older she got. So it's a lot of shit going on with comedians. Speaking of comedians, once again, Jared Carmichael, very funny young man. I don't know if I used to watch the Carmichael show when it was on NBC. I really don't feel NBC gave it enough time to really develop and to really get into, you know, people's homes. I think Jared Carmichael is kind of like Michael Che. They're very sarcastic, yet very funny, very cerebral. Um, They're kind of like Bob Newhart to me. not, Not Michael Che, but Jared Carmichael. It's a lot of like sly, dry humor that I find funny. But you know, sometimes you dealing with these networks and you black. They want to give you the regular sitcom like every other word has to be funny. And I don't think that show was going in that direction. You know what I mean? Um, so he's been doing his thing. So Saturday Night Live, he got a Netflix special. And on the Netflix special he comes out as one hundred percent gay. And on Saturday Night Live he hosted and he let everybody in the world know that he was gay. Funny thing is, I kind of figured that from just watching that. Because sometimes with people's mannerisms, and I'm not saying that this is all the time, but certain gay dudes that are more on the feminine side, you can already tell. And even if they don't come out, you can tell. Right? Well, Gary with the team, my man from you know, Dish Nation, he don't have no problems with it. You know, Gary's my friend. He don't have no problem being who he is. And he says he just wish a lot more people would be. But I've been watching Jared Carmichael for a while, and I can see it because I'm around Gary. So I know a lot of the mannerisms, and I can see his mannerisms start to change. He was trying to hide the fact that he was gay, and now he's he's out of the closet, 100%. 100% out of the closet. You know what's funny about that? Sometimes people just don't feel the need to say that they're gay, but you know it for a long time. Like people are always asking Queen Latifah about her sexuality and she never wanted to, to say anything about it. She didn't want to speak on it. But insiders in the music industry and in the entertainment industry have always known that Latifah was gay and people was always pressing her to come out, come out, come out. She, she didn't come out. She just got a girlfriend. And the Bonifa was one of them for a while, and now it's Ebony Nichols, and she been with Ebony for a long time. And she's like, "All right, you know, here I am. This is it. What you gonna do with it? What you gonna do with it? What you gonna what you gonna what you gonna do with it?" And speaking of what you gonna do with it, there's a lot of people out there that's mad at Kevin Samuels for some of his opinion and some of the interviews he do with some of these women that I'd be talking about they want a high-value man, a six-figure man, seven-figure man, and they're not bringing nothing to the table. And when he gets at them and he tells them the real, people get mad at that. But, you know, maybe a woman needs to do that same kind of thing that he's doing. Because I don't know. I don't think a high-value man always needs a high-value woman. You know, I've made six figures for over 30 years, and my first wife definitely was not making six figures. Right. And my wife right now doesn't make six figures, but, you know, you add something to the table, you know, you don't need the six figures. You know what we need? Peace. All we want is peace. That's all we want. I'm a traditional type of guy. Right. So I like traditional type women that grew up with a mother and father who know how to cook and and clean. And I'm not saying that that's their job. Like I don't pitch in because I do. I cook, I cook, and I clean. But there's certain kind of women that I bring home to my moms because I respect my moms. And my father died a long time ago. But I respect my elders and I respect my parents. And there's a certain way my mother looks at women that you're serious about. She puts them on the same page like her. Like, if you can't do the kind of stuff that my mother can do, then my mother's looking at me sideways because my mother feels like I'm not going to be taken care of. So if you can't cook a Thanksgiving dinner, my mother's going to look at you sideways, okay? You can't come at my mother's house with boxed macaroni and cheese. You're going to be looked at sideways. If you can't just cook, like, really well, like, if you don't know how to clean chicken, if you don't know how to chop greens, my mom's just looking at you sideways, and her opinion means a lot to me. I'm sorry. And I'm not what you call quote unquote a mama's boy. I just love my mother. And my brothers, wives, all of them can can do that. My brother Kelvin, my oldest brother, his wife Dawn, you know, we envy Dawn, yo. Know, the way Dawn can cook and lay a whole spread out. The way Dawn makes Easter baskets at home with the shrink and shrink wraps, you know, the stuff that go around the Easter basket, the plastic. She will make the Easter basket, go buy the stuff, go buy the little fake grass, put all the toys, and stuff in there, and it looks beautiful like you bought it out the store. And then she shrink wraps it herself. Come on now. You know, you want a woman that can do, you don't have to do that, but you want a woman that can do more than order. Food. I mean, my my sister-in-law Dawn can cook. For real, my wife can Cook like cook. Let me tell you what my wife made the other day. She's in the mood for some salmon croquet, right? Or salmon cakes. You can't make salmon cakes. You can't talk to me. So she go gets the salmon that's in the can, right? They got the fresh salmon in the can, not the salmon that you grill, right? We're talking about salmon in the can that's already mashed up, but the, the thing about it is it has a lot of bones in it. So my wife stood there, picked out all the bones, took that Put it with tuna tuna fish and made tuna and salmon croquets. Then she took a head of lettuce, chopped that up, and and uh, made a, no, I'm sorry, a head of cabbage. Chopped the cabbage up, made the cabbage, took some turkey kielbasa sausage, and put that into the cabbage with onions and, and other stuff like that. And then made some white potatoes and some, uh, come on, man. And put hot sauce on that joint and brought it up to me? Hell to the air. Hell yeah. So it's not that us six-figure or seven-figure dudes need a, 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 a high-end woman that makes the money that we make. Uh-uh. We want somebody to give us some peace. And that's what my wife brings to me, peace. I know she got me. I know she ride or die. I, I know if I get sick, she's going to take care of me and vice versa. When my wife has sciatica, I waited on her hand and foot. She didn't have to get up and do anything. And when I got sciatica right now, having my procedure as we speak tomorrow, my wife takes care of me. She lay out my food. She makes sure I'm got clean sheets on the bed. She she cooks. She doing all that. Take care of the house. She come home. If she don't even like the room to be in disarray. Like, give you a classic example. She works as a nurse, right? So she get up early. I get up early because I'm on the radio in Chicago. Um, my wife straightened up the room because the cable guy was gonna come in here today. Me, I wanna straighten up shit. She got up earlier than usual just to straighten the room up and then take the dog out in the morning before she went to work. Then put the dog's food and water and brought it upstairs so all I have to do is go in the bathroom and put hot water on it, stir it up and give it to the dog. All of this before she, she left in the morning. Put the cereal out, in the bowl out, because we're eating healthy now. Put the healthy cereal out, the bowl out, and the almond milk out on the counter for me. So all I got to do is get downstairs, take my time, and pour, pour my cereal and have my breakfast. And I'm so loved in this house by these women, my mother-in-law, my wife, and my daughter, that are in this house. My daughter got the cereal, put it in the bowl, put the almond milk on it, bought me a spoon, and bought me a banana. For breakfast. And took care of the dog. Because she knows I'm not capable of doing it. That's the kind of women. I, that's giving me my peace. I got two herniated discs in my back. And because of the herniated disc. I got sciatica. It's something that if you have a car. I was in a car accident. I didn't even think about it. When I was in a car accident. And that's what caused it. It ain't got nothing to do with age. It ain't got nothing to do with none Oh you breaking down. No. I had a, I had a little slight car accident. And I didn't realize it because I didn't feel anything, right? And that's what did it. Okay, so there you have it. But that's the kind of love that I'm I'm getting. Like my daughter made spaghetti the other night. She knew her mom was tired. She came home. My daughter whipped up some spaghetti. She ain't asked me for the money to go get the to get the uh, stuff for. She she works. She went and got her money and say, hey y'all, I'm making spaghetti tonight. That's what I'm talking about, man. So it's not always a high-end man needing a high-end woman or you don't make nowhere near what i make so i can't deal with you if you're giving out peace sisters if we come home and we get some peace and i'm not talking about that we don't help y'all out and we don't do anything like wash clothes or anything i do all of that all right but the peace is within my household and i know even though we're going to disagree sometime on certain things that my house is peace so what, Ke- what Kevin Samuels saying to me, ain't right. I don't think we need the money. I just think we need peace. Just, just some peace. That's it. And somebody that got our back. Because sometimes, unless you're lucky and get Elon Musk's money, and I'm about to talk about him being down with Twitter and all of that, unless you got that kind of money, you can be... You can't go from six, seven figures to four figures easily. Yeah. I've been there. It can happen to anybody, especially in the entertainment business. So you need somebody that got your back. Seriously. Look at look at Elon Musk. I don't think he... He got children. but He, he got Tesla. He got SpaceX. Now nah, he's done born into Twitter. Our children... You know, that's that's incredible. He raised the stock prices of Twitter by buying into Twitter just like that. Just like that. He made Twitter more valuable by buying into it. That shows you how much power this man has in business. And now he's sitting on the board. What is he supposed to do? He's supposed to buy his stock and just be a regular stockholder? Come on, y'all. Y'all know better than that. It's not going down, y'all. For real. And everybody that laughed at people that bought them Teslas, look how many electric cars are being made right now. Everybody got electric cars coming out, and everybody's trying to top the other person's battery life on their electric cars. Sooner or later, GM is going to phase out all their gas cars, and everything's going to be electric. Cadillac got an electric uh, luxury truck coming out called the Iconic. They're taking orders right now. People are buying them like crazy, especially with these gas prices being bananas. I have a 2021 Chevy Tahoe. Yo, when I was paying like $50, $55, $60 to fill that up, it's now $80, almost $100. That's crazy. That's a $30 jump. $40 jump in some cases. You know? I didn't mind paying fifty fifty five by eighty. Eighty is ridiculous, man. Eighty is ridiculous. I heard the funniest shit the other day. Right, y'all know that Nick Cannon, who it comes on from ten to two, on ninety four seven the block in New York City. We play all throwbacks, and then Shelly Wade is on, and then I'm on from from seven to ten o'clock. You know he's on his eighth child, right? Eighth child. I think he's trying to start a small country called. Canada, right? (laughs) And he on his eighth child, so the weekend update was talking about Vladimir Putin, right? And they were saying that Vladimir Putin's advisors are not telling him the truth about how many Russian soldiers are getting killed in this Russian-Ukrainian war. And they say no matter what they tell him, uh, Vladimir Putin will not pull out. So that's why he got the nickname Nick Cannon. I thought that was so fucking hilarious because Y'all know Nick Cannon ain't wearing no condom and he ain't pulling out. He's shooting the club up. He's blasting off into the space, trying to have more kids, trying to get a woman pregnant. Anyone, any woman he sleep with, you you probably going to get pregnant. And it's kind of a smart business move because the more kids you have, if you know what well, I don't know about California, but I know in certain other places like New York and New Jersey, the more kids you have as a man, the lower the the lower the child support is for each baby mother. Yeah, it's some it's eighteen and a half percent, but it goes down by how many children you got, because you can't give eighteen and a half percent to everybody. It's impossible. It ain't gonna work out. So it's gotta you know go down a little bit. But Nick Cannon told us a long time ago, if y'all remember, early in his career, he did a record called "I'm a gigolo. He told us, Krista super producer give me a little bit of Nick cannons
1: i'm a a Mommy in a thing of bricks, only getting it for free if you came with me. Cause I'm a grown man, I'd be too k If I need a girlfriend, it won't be today. I'm not trying to be your man. Pit bones in my body, rock them, mighty hotty, rock them. I got it out of me and Kale's on the cottage. I want to
3: see you drop it, shout it. Ooh, wee, trying to lead a
2: club. I'm a jig of spilling lots of dough. You can tell the way the wide body's sitting. Didn't he do that joint with R. Kelly? Ain't that R. Kelly produced joint? Well, speaking of the man, R. Kelly, he was supposed to get sentenced on his racketeering conviction in New York on May 4th. They moved that joint all the way down to, I think, June 16th or something like that. So he's still got to stay in jail. And every attempt that he's made to get out of jail is like, nah, he's looking at 10 years to life. Did you see that some girl was talking to her father? And her father's locked up with R. Kelly, and she got on the phone with R. Kelly, asked him to sing, and he sang a little something for her. Yep, that's when you know you're really tired of being locked up, and you really want to get back into the studio and drop some joints. But it doesn't look like it's going to happen, y'all. It don't look like R. Kelly going to be locked up for a long, long time. And I've been seeing a lot of people that they be, you know, showing what happened to certain people on Instagram, and you know that desperation has set in and people are going to be locked up for a long time. Did you see the dudes that ran up on the lady with the little black car? One dude got out with the gun. And he was like, give me your purse, give me your purse. And she was like, don't hurt me, don't hurt me. He was like, give me the money. Give me my, I know you got the money. Tanisha told us you got the money. Tanisha told me you got the money. Give me the money, give me the money. And she was like, my purse is right there on the ground. And he grabbed it and ran and got in the car and they drove away. Tanisha told him, that you got the money, whoever Tanisha is, she's fucked up. And you know the lady probably know who Tanisha is. And through Tanisha, they're gonna find out who you are, and then all of y'all going to jail. The driver, you, and Tanisha, all y'all going to jail. Y'all going to jail, man. You're getting locked up. Super producer Krista, play me a little Styles P and Akon, locked up, please.
3: Locked up, they won't let me out. And I had a long day in court, shit stressed me out Won't give me a bail, it can't get me out Now I'm headed to the county, gotta do a bit here I'm used to living luxurious, I don't wanna live here The walls is grey, the clothes is orange The phones is broke, the food is garbage A lot of niggas is living with these circumstances I'm
1: steady trying to find the
3: motive Why I do what I do?
1: And freedom ain't getting up control,
3: it. control it. and it me, and I get locked up, they
2: won't let me out, they won't let me out, I'm locked up, they won't let me out, no, they won't let me out. That's going to be y'all theme song, because all y'all going to jail. They just locked the dude up in Atlantic City. This is the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. He in Atlantic City, he on a boardwalk. So I don't know if y'all ever been to Atlantic City, there's a lot of hotels, a lot of gambling, And there's a big-ass boardwalk. You know, the ocean's right there. It's in New Jersey. It's it's, it's on the ocean. The beach is right there. You go buy shit. You go rent bikes and ride up and eat and all that shit. So my man bought a funnel cake. I love funnel cakes, y'all. Every time I go to any Six Flags, I want a funnel cake. And nine times out of ten, I don't get it because the line is too long, right? So my man bought a funnel cake. I don't know if he put the funnel cake down. Because the story didn't didn't tell where the funnel cake was at the time. But a seagull swooped down and got my man's funnel cake. Guess what he did? Instead of going back and buying another funnel cake and being angry at the seagulls, he pull out a gun and started shooting at the seagulls. You know what happened to, to him, right? They locked his
1: ass down. up. Yeah.
2: They locked him up. First of all, it's guess New Jersey. New Jersey has no permits for carrying guns it's hard as hell in New York or New Jersey to get a permit second of all they don't respect there's no reciprocity on anybody's permit so I have a permit for Georgia right I have a concealed carry permit for Georgia there's certain places that I can go and they respect my concealed carry North Carolina, South Carolina. It's 32, so I'm not mentioning everything. But I tell you who don't, who don't give a fuck about my permit. New York, New Jersey, and I know for sure Chicago. And there's others. So how are you going to pull out a gun and start shooting at seagulls behind a funnel cake, bro? A funnel cake. You, you're dumb. You're going to jail. And they caught him, of course. They got him. Going to jail for possession, illegal possession of a firearm, endangerment, all sorts of other charges they're going to get you on. You got to be some kind of fucking stupid. Come on, son. Behind a funnel cake, you want to try to kill every bird, every seagull on the boardwalk because one of them got your funnel cake and broke out. I mean, was that it for you, bro? Did you not have any more money? Was that funnel cake the end-all, be-all? When the, when it took the funnel cake and it flew away, did you turn around and look and the funnel cake spot was closed? They was pulling the gate down? So you wasn't getting another funnel cake that night? Is it really that serious about a funnel cake? Did you have the funnel cake and did not get a chance to bite it? Were you in the – was your move – having the funnel cake, were you lifting the funnel cake up to your mouth when the bird swooped down and snatched the shit before you got a chance to bite it? Did you have powdered sugar and strawberries and all kind of good shit on this funnel cake and the bird just took it and you watched your strawberries fly the fuck off the funnel cake and your powdered sugar was all over your shirt? Did that happen? Still not a good enough reason to pull out a gun and start shooting at seagulls on the boardwalk at Atlantic City fuck is the deal i don't get it i don't understand it it's a lot of shit that i don't understand man and when i come back i'll tell y'all some more about shit that i don't understand all right it's come on son the podcast come on son you know your fucking stupid ass wasn't supposed to be up there come on son
0: you do it all without breaking a sweat like being a boss exec to tuesday tennis to homework why do the kids have so much homework family dinners, lunches, brunches, trips to the vet, and a weekend getaway that's anything but a getaway. And you do it all in style, even when you have back-to-back conference calls on top of the kids' orchestra recitals, not to mention your side hustle. That's why we created the fully reimagined Infiniti QX60, a luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. With premium features like a panoramic moonroof, ample cargo space, and available massaging front seats to bring the ease of luxury to your everyday. Introducing the all new Infinity QX60, designed to help you take on life and all the chaos it may come with in style. Learn more at InfinityUSA.com. Now, with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory
2: information. McDonald's is kicking off Future 22. A campaign celebrating 22 leaders of the next generation across the country who are making an impact in their communities right now. The civil rights movement was full of young Gen Z leaders. And the influx of young leaders we're seeing today are all on the road to being just as historical as those in the civil rights movement. They're starting their own organizations, finding ways to empower even more youth and culture. They're taking a stand and speaking out. Now McDonald's is celebrating their efforts and the impact they're leaving on the world. Ever heard of Anya Dillard? She's an 18-year-old activist that started the Next Gen Come Up, a nonprofit that encourages activism and community service. Anya's story is just one of many purpose-filled missions that McDonald's is showcasing. So check it out right now and see plenty of more stories like hers on Instagram at WeAreGolden. Right now. There are some African-Americans with sickle cell disease who need a blood transfusion every single month just to stay alive. Every single month. And they are more likely to get a compatible match from a donor of the same ethnicity. So please donate, because our blood saves lives. Go to redcrossblood.org ourblood. Find out where and what time in your neighborhood now. Come on, son. You know your fucking stupid ass. Welcome back to P- Come On Sunday Podcast. I'm your man, Ed Lover, your friend, Ed Lover, the broadcaster, Ed Lover, the guy y'all been listening to for years and years and years. This is the world is filled with, and I'm not going to say pimps and holes. I'm just going to say a lot of ridiculous shit. But there is some shit that I find that's not ridiculous. I think it's incredible that Two Short, E-40, Ice Cube, and Snoop are on tour together. I find that absolutely fascinating. I think it's a good look for all of them and I think that shit is dope. And I think because they're all from the West side and they formed this coalition to go on the road, I think the East Coast need to do the same shit. The East Coast need to do the same exact shit. You guys got hits, you from the East, if we can grab some Philly dudes, you grab some New York dudes, right? and go on tour we got legends plenty of them go ahead and head out on tour that'll be fucking dope seriously I would love to see that we got we got heavy hitters man heavy hitters from New York got a lot of hit records I would love to see that tour straight up I can't think off the top of my head who I would like to see on it but I would love to see, I would love to see that tour. Right, so what did I say? I said Too Short, he started in the 80s. Ice Cube, more late 80s, 90s, right? In 2000s, um, E-40, more 90s, or, or continuing on. And Snoop Dogg, right? Definitely 90s, right? So if we're gonna do it like that, Too Short, the 80s, okay. Give me Kane or KRS-One, right? And then uh, E-40, you give me either one. You can give me Kane or you do both of them. You give me Kane, then you can give me KRS-One, and then you could give me, uh, yeah, I know Queen Latifah ain't going out, right? So you give me Naughty by Nature, which would be super dope. And then close out with Nas. That's heavy hitters. Even though they they got all solo acts, we can put Naughty by Nature in there. Cause Naughty got hits and they got a dope ass live show. So nobody's gonna be mad. Matter of fact, you don't even have to give me Naughty. You give me LL. Who started in the fucking 80s and went all the way through and got a hell of a show and a boatload of fucking hits. Cause we know Jay-Z ain't gonna do it, right? And then and then yeah, you can give me Nas first and close the show with LL, or you can give me LL and close the show with Nas. Either one it don't it don't matter. They these dudes got boatloads of hits. Boatloads from Kane, KRS One, LL Cool J, and Nas. Those four. Those are heavy hitters, y'all. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Kane got a dope show, so you can start with Kane. Then rise me up a little bit more with motherfucker KRS-One. Then keep the pressure on these MCs with Mr. Nazo, Naz Escobar. And then let's close out with the GOAT. The man who said he's the greatest of all time before anybody else said it. Let's close the show with LL Cool J. Let's go. That's heavy. That's heavy right there. That's Brooklyn, the Bronx, and Queens. Because you know why? You can't get all of the woo like as much as I would love to have the Wu as much as I would love to have DMX you can't get all the Wu and DMX ain't around no more that's a powerful show I didn't say Hov cause I know damn well Hov ain't doing it it's a dream but that dream will never become a reality you know so that west side connection the east side connection let's go on tour that would be fucking stupendous yo for real since they went for a solo artist, I'm going for a solo artist, Yeah, For real. It's so funny shit, y'all. I be scrolling through the gram a lot, and I see a lot of shit. So I seen this young lady was talking about with these two artists from um, Georgia, because I'm not sure they're from the ATL, um, talking about uh, how and why New York fell off. Man, that burnt my toast. I do not understand. And uh, I remember T.I. did something on live and he was trying to explain it to to everybody because he doesn't have it. But a lot of artists, when they, they still got this chip on their shoulder about New York City. About New York, don't respect them. And look, can can I take y'all back for a little while? Just for a minute. And I'll be brief and I promise. You know the reason why? when the South first started rising, we didn't respect them. Because first of all, there was a lot of ABC rappers coming out of of the South. And if you know us, you know we like metaphors. People that rap rap. All right? And Raheem the Dream had hit records. Shadi had hit records. But they didn't rap rap the way we was rapping. They wasn't Cold Crush Brothers. They wasn't you know, coming up with different styles to blow your fucking wig off. You know, they wasn't Kane. They wasn't KRS-One. They wasn't even Special Ed. To me, they wasn't DOS Effects, They wasn't epmd and You know what I mean? It was simple, green screen, mean being. You know, we wasn't getting no Let It Roll, Get Bowler, Just Can't Hold. We wasn't getting no Nas vibes. And that's cool because every city should talk to their own city and their own culture. So it took us a while to understand that they was dope. And plus they had a a different slang that we really couldn't grasp. It wasn't like we did not like them. Okay, it was just we didn't understand the music. And everybody goes through that, yo. And even in New York City, people went through it. Queens, New York went through it. And Staten Island definitely went through it. Harlem never had to worry about it. Uptown never had to worry about The Bronx. Never had to worry about it. If you ask the Griselda family, they from Buffalo. They'll tell you. We had to prove our shit. People had to catch on to our shit. It don't mean that they was hating. It means we had to catch on to it. It took us a while to catch on to it. And still to this day, some of the stuff that's put out, we just don't get it. But how can you say New York fell off when Cardi B and Nicki Minaj are both from New York. Pop Smoke was from New York, God rest his soul. You dig where I'm coming from? Bobby is from New York. Young M.A. is from New York. I could go on, man. Jim Jones, Cameron, Dipset, Mano, all New York artists. We know that nobody hates on fucking Atlanta. We've been loving Atlanta. Shit, Eric Sermon moved down to Atlanta and and started a rim shop in the early fucking 90s. We've always respected Jermaine Dupri's music. Shit, I was on tour with Criss Cross. How can I have hate for the South? We don't have hate for the South at all. And especially in Atlanta. We ain't got no hate for Atlanta, but how dare you say New York fell off? Oh, and then when when I spoke my piece... On the gram, the dude gonna come back to me and say, oh, we got more mainstream artists than than artists coming out of New York. Who? Who? Cardi B is bigger than her husband and his whole group. Who? Don't tell me Future's mainstream. No. Gunna just did Saturday Night Live. That don't make him mainstream. No. Nicki Minaj is a pop crossover and hip-hop artist. I'm talking about right now. When I ask him, name somebody right now. Don't give me Ludacris. Ludacris has been around for a long time, and we've always loved and respected Ludacris and his, his music. Dre said the South got something to say, because at the time when they said Outkast at the Source Awards in New York, there's a little bit of smattering of booze. Just because people didn't get it, they didn't grasp it yet. The Neptunes had to work hard for people to grasp it. We didn't really understand what Timbaland and Missy and them was doing. We had, to, we had to grasp it. Then we found out that it was dope and everybody was hugging and kissing them. Say Jersey went through the same shit. New York is where hip hop started. So people feel real particular about the music. We love Redman. He's from New Jersey. We love Naughty. We love Queen Latifah. We love the of Kim Shabazz. We love Chill Rob G. We love Lords of the Underground. Ask anybody outside Newark or East Orange or the Oranges how hard they had to work as an artist to get some respect. We love Apache, God rest his soul. If we understand it, we get it, and it's dope, sometimes it takes people a while to get it. Master P and them had to go through the same thing. The hot boys and Cash Money had to go through the same thing to get accepted up top. Shit, I'm from Queens, New York. Running LL and Salt and Pepper and them put us on the map. Queens used to get zero respect. Staten Island didn't really start getting their respect heavy. And they got their respect in RB when the Force MDs came out. And But King Just came out before Wu Tang. And so did Shaheen the Rugged Child. But they had good records. Uh, UMCs is from Staten Island. We didn't even know that. When Blue Cheese and all of that was out. We, did, we didn't know that. We, we had no idea. New York fell off. New York can never fall off. got to be crazy. And then you talking that shit like, like, they doing this shit like Atlanta is everything but the two biggest culturally moving stars in hip-hop are not from New York or from Atlanta. One is from Chicago, that's Kanye West. And the other one is from fucking Toronto, Canada. That's Drake. So you busy patting yourself on the back about Atlanta. And Atlanta ain't even got the biggest star in hip hop. And neither does New York. That Those two accolades belong to Chicago and Canada. And don't get me wrong, which we call Young Dirk is doing his little dirt. Not Young Dirk. Lil' Dirk doing his thing. He from the shine. All that drill rap shit that, that's permeating New York and all that, that's all Chicago. Chicago deserves their props, yo. New York fell off. Atlanta got it on lock. Never that, bro. Stop, stop that bullshit, yo. I'm offended by anybody even saying that. You talking about New York City or you talking about the state of New York? Cause them Griselda boys is from up and up in Buffalo, and I and they repped New York to the fullest. So I don't think they would take too kindly to what is being said right there. New York fell off. Come on, man, Benny the Butcher and all of them and Machine Gun—they fell off. Mary J. Blige is one of the biggest fucking stars on the planet. We fell off. Come on, who y'all got that's bigger? That's my question. Who, what mainstream artist from the city of Atlanta, is bigger than Cardi B? And and I'm glad that old girl I'm Already the Great made the song. Uh, well, I know I don't know the real name of the song because I know it, but it's on the tip of my tongue and I can't think of it. Somebody'll tweet me or tell me something. When she goes on, no, sorry, not sorry. That's the name of the song, and she goes on to say, what cities? around the Georgia area is Atlanta and what's not Atlanta and people got mad and Ludacris made a response but he wasn't dissing her He's just saying what he feels about Atlanta because you know T.I. and Luda them cats are really from Atlanta well no Ludacris wasn't born in Atlanta so he ain't from Atlanta I live in Smyrna Georgia in Smyrna Georgia it's close to Atlanta but it ain't Atlanta so let's stop this bullshit man just because you live the Migos ain't from Atlanta they're not the Migos are not from fucking Atlanta it's just like New Jersey and anybody that knows New Jersey knows you could be from Jersey and you could claim North right but you ain't from North you might be from East Orange West Orange anywhere any one of the little cities that surround North North is the biggest city in it and New Jersey but if the Newark Police Department don't come to your door and something goes wrong you're not from you're not from North. same thing with Long Island public enemy from Roosevelt you can have some people from Uniondale you know what I mean you can have some people f- everybody got their own little police department and I know that for sure because I live in Smyrna Smyrna's police department is not Atlanta's police department but you can get from Adla- from Smyrna to Atlanta especially where I live at you get from Smyrna to into Atlanta in a, a two and a half, three minutes. All the little cities, Decatur, where's greater, baby, that's not fucking Atlanta. It's not. So do you really want to put who was born and raised in Atlanta up against who was born and raised in the five boroughs? The five boroughs are New York City. It's New York State. Long Island is part of New York State. Buffalo is New York State. Mount Vernon is New York State. Yonkers is New York State where Jada and Mary and all of them is. Y.O., Yonkers, where Mary and DMX is from, is New York State. It's not New York City. So if you want to go state for state, if we fell off so much, let's do New York State versus the state of Georgia. Versus and see who wins. New York fell off. Spoken about people that's never even been in this fucking city. Every time y'all think we fall off, we come with somebody. Every single time there's a lull in hip hop, and y'all look at it and be like, Dad, look at New York. New York fell off. South got the shit old lock. We got everybody. Blah, 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 God damn. We come with somebody else. And the person that we come with becomes bigger than any fucking body that you got. New York fell off. There's no hatred here. We love the South. I fucking live in the South. We love all the artists. Once we grasped it, we loved all the artists that came out of there. Same thing that happened with Miami. You don't see Luke and Luke and them. We got love from day one. And everybody else that came behind them. We ain't fall off. Your brain fell off. It's crazy, man. We love T.I. We love Luda. We love Gucci. Shit. Texas had it for, The biggest act that had came out of Texas for a long time was the Ghetto Boys. It took a while for us to catch her on the UGK. It took a while for us to to, to Lil' Kiki and all them dudes. It took a while. There were Mike Jones and them came out. And Paul Wall and them came out. Chameleon Air came out. And they started making platinum. They're going to go platinum in, the, in Texas by itself. They're legends. You know why I hate on them? That's crazy, man. That's all I got to say on that subject right there, y'all. We fell off. Okay. Okay, Jay-Z, right? Jay a billionaire, but we fell off. Every time Jay get on the record, everybody ears perk up. No matter whose record it is. But we fell off. Chrissy, give me a little bit of uh, Jay-Z's New York. Tell
3: my that I most definitely
2: yeah, always going to be around, y'all. Nas just had two platinum albums that he did with Hit Boy, but we fell off. Okay. Yeah, never that, y'all. Never that. Hope everybody's taking care of themselves. Uh, I just want to say love is love, man. And all of those comments were not directed to everybody from the A, because I live here and I love y'all. Those comments were directed to the people who said New York fell off. Y'all know we always have and always will have a lot of love for anybody from the South making great music because that's what it's all about. Great music. We got a kinship with y'all. We love y'all. We thank y'all for welcoming us to your city. We're open arms. We appreciate it and we respect it. Okay. But for those people that was on that podcast that said New York fell off, you crazy as fuck, yo. Think about what you're saying before you say it. It's probably why your podcast ain't making no bread. All right? My name is Ed Lover. This is Come On, Son, the podcast. Love y'all, man. Take care of yourselves, all right? I'll talk to y'all next podcast. Now get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Come on, son. Get the fuck
3: out of here with
2: that. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out cigarsinternational.com for all your cigar needs. This
0: episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. Be sure to check out the return of Come On, Son, the web series exclusively on Patreon.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.